guys do the actions or I won't know what to do. Good morning. What? Good morning, Bueller MB. Yeah. Hey, welcome to church today. Why don't you all stand? Find somebody you haven't talked to and give them a good morning, and we'll greet each other. You guys stay.
Now, before you sit down, uh, or don't sit down, so you can tell we just finished Vacation Bible School this week, so we're going to do another worship song with the uh, kids, and um, if Gib can be up here, you can all be out there doing whatever, all right? So we're going to, I promise we're going to hear from them later in the service, but let's worship with the VBS song right now. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. All right. Way to wing it. All right. You guys can go have a seat and you can all have a seat. Beads, let's hope that's not a fatal flaw, a fatal thing for the rest. Good. All right. I figured the video would be, hey. All right. Oh. Well, good morning once again, Bueller MB. Give me a good morning. Hey, uh, my name's Kurt. This is Dustin. We're the pastors here and we're so glad to have that role. And uh, we're going to... <laughs> There's a lot going on today, holy cow. So uh, strap in and uh, really glad you're here. Um, uh, I'm trying harder to remember to mention the connect cards earlier in the service, so here it is. The connect cards are in that little hymnal rack in front of you. If there's something you wanna share with the staff or the elders or just the office, whatever, I mean, we'd love to hear from you if you have a prayer request. If, you're, if you have other reason to correspond with us, please utilize those. You can drop them in the buckets on the way out. And if you're a guest with us and you never, we don't have your information, that's a great way for us to get your information. You can drop that in as well. Hey, man. Howdy. 
<laughs> we can't seem to get uh, a couple weeks in a row where we're both in the office all week because we were gone. We'll get to that later today. But we got a couple things going on, and I didn't really talk with him. But yeah, just one. Yes. We'll so uh, this Wednesday, they're going to continue the prayer gathering. So if you're interested in that, come join uh, the prayer gathering on Wednesday at 7. Yep. Um, also, I think next week, uh, we're going to hear a little bit from Cody. He's from Trek. Um, also, Aaron's going to be sharing a little bit next Sunday, and so it'll be a good, good morning. Yeah, so I think I mentioned this last week. We, sometimes we're at the mercy of others' schedules, and so um, we got to know Cody when he came and uh, reported for Trek, and he's off, he's off on an excellent adventure, and we thought, you know, we should be able to um, share with him as well. So what will happen is a lot like last week, and by the way, potluck, that was so much fun last week. I think we had a great time together. I enjoyed that terribly much, and it was so good to hear from Jonas and Lisa. Anyway, similarly, in the fellowship hall following our service next week, Cody, and we're going to even hear from our own Erin, because she's just back from Austria, and so we'll hear from both of them. Now remember, all of you group leaders and all of you group attenders, I have, I'm not micromanaging any group, and if you're like, I don't know if we want, that's fine, but we're going to have uh, everyone that we'd like, we'd invite everyone to come listen to Cody and Aaron in the fellowship hall after service next week. Are we communicating, church? Yes. Okay. Did I leave anything else? Nope. Oh. Uh, well, one more yep, thing. Yep. Uh, coming up, I guess in a couple Saturdays, um, we're going to have a worship night here on August the 13th. So you can kind of see the slide up there with some information, but that is being planned, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and I hope you put that on your calendar, because I think we'll have a lot of fun together besides just honoring Jesus, and it'll be a lot of fun to worship together. Nothing but worship. I'm not planning another extra bonus sermon or anything. Whew. Right? All right. Uh, hey, this is who we are. As uh, We always want to talk about what our mission and vision is, that we are Bueller MB, and we're interested in loving God, loving others, and uh, making disciples, or not. I'm just kidding, Beach. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's in the bulletin. Uh, so, uh, you know what it is. Now, we've got a lot going on today, and I want to set you up for next week to say, if you have a story to share, that I want to hear about it next week. But we've got a lot going on today, so I'm going to forego this, except that I'm going to look at the Fast family. Harrison, you didn't want to talk, did you? So here's, as I understand it, the Harrison family kids were hanging out with grandma, and in the course of the conversation, they trusted Jesus. So we are so glad to hear your news, you guys, and uh, Dustin should turn on the, it's a Bueller MB thing that the pastor is so slow on the uptake, but we want to celebrate with you and rejoice. Give me a fist bump, bud. boy. yep. So, uh... Some people don't like to talk in front of others, especially when you're this tall, but you should ask them about the story because it's a great story. Everybody with me, church? Okay. So again, to hear what God's up to, I wanna, we're, we will get back to that next week. But in the meantime, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I do have a couple, of family new, a couple of family news things to share with you before we go on. Uh, you saw in the bulletin, Art Dick passed away this week, so you want to remember that? Uh, two nights ago, Dorothy Gregory went to be with Jesus as well. So we are talking about the service. Um, I'm pretty sure I know when it will be, but until I'm positive, we'll let you know in a connection. It will be sometime this week here in this very room. 
And uh, we just want to pray for the, both the Dick family and the Gregory family as they, again, you know, as we say all the time, it's a mixed bag. It's mourning, but it's rejoicing because they are where they belong. Amen? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> did I forget anything on the announcement part? I don't think I did. So, uh, Melissa and I and Carrie and Cheryl just got back from the U.S. conference. So, we're going to treat this like a conference. And you're going to hear a lot of reporting today. Okay, you are going to hear a lot of reporting, but we won't treat it like a conference. So, first thing I want to do is call back up Renee and Amanda and anybody else. I think those are the two names I heard. They're going to talk to us about... What? Okay, come on up. And we're going to hear about VBS. So, I appreciate you all uh, bearing with us. This is important family stuff and we talk about all these things so uh oh and you can you can introduce everybody again i miss if i miss some people or miss some of your leadership team and again because i was out of town i don't know a, a lot of the details no, I, right whatever you want to tell us the first thing i'm gonna i'm just gonna say that the community effort here is just so amazing so there were how many leaders i'm just gonna 30-something leaders, but if you brought cookies or fixed some ceiling tile because it was wet <laughs> or plumbed the plumbing, stand up. Everyone who helped with BBS. If you helped with BBS, stand, stand up, up, please. Some of you wore your shirts, but not everyone. It was amazing how many, and then there's tons of people not here today, but we had, it was just great. And, and Dustin's in the back, and he did our games. Oh, let's thank so. these guys for their help. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was just going to say, uh, getting to help with VBS the last few years, I think one of my favorite things about it is how everything comes together. And it's just like, it's like a mini, you know, you think about the church and how we all bring our different gifts and our abilities and we bring it together for the Lord and he puts it all together. And it just, it's fun. It's like a hard, fast one week, but it's always really cool to see how, um, how the church comes together and what can, what can be done? It's pretty cool. So, um, and then as far as numbers of kids, we had, I think, 76 kids, uh, second through sixth grade here. Um, and then about 50 preschool through first wow. grade over there. So, yeah, so it was a fantastic week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else? Yep, whatever. Yeah, the enthusiasm was awesome. I will say that. And I want to say kudos and hand off again to everyone that helped it was awesome we all have our talents and praise god for that and i also want to give hats off to all the kids um, who were awesome helpers and i just look at that and i just was in awe because i'm thinking you know that's the future of our church right there and someday they're going to be doing that and it was just really cool to sorry i get kind of emotional about this stuff <laughs> it's but, all good it was really cool to see them just, hey, Michelle, hey, Renee, what can we do today? How can we help to get this day started? And it was just really, really cool. And hats off to all of you and everyone that helped bring in the snack. It was wonderful. I think every single day our workers were literally waddling out of here because we had so much food to eat. And we ended up, the last day, we ended up splitting everything up. So it was great. Again, thanks to all. Praise to God. Love y'all. Yep. Amen. Yep. The curriculum was, I think I've said this before, but it was so intentional about teaching the kids that 
God made you for a purpose. And, and it continued, and it just was a very, um, I don't know, it was just a very um, leading into trusting God for your life. And, it, and then after you trust God for your life, then he will send a helper, he'll send the Holy Spirit, and that is what will help you make the waves, and that God living in your heart will help you make a difference in the world. So it was very, very intentional in the curriculum. So that's what I really liked. And thank you all for praying too. So I think a lot of amazing seeds were planted. And um, yeah, so. Yep. Hey, Lauren, Lauren, you're the only one that hasn't talked. Lauren. Do you want to talk? Oh, and these girls are hilarious to work with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, so I'm dying of laughter. But anyway. I, you guys said it all. You got it. It was a really cool, just even community effort between yeah. the, the two churches, and it was fun just to see all of Bueller come out and praise Jesus for a week. So, Absolutely. So we want to keep supporting all of the kids, keep praying for them. Let's thank all of our leaders again for being part of EBS. Thanks, ladies. Awesome, awesome. What we really want to know is who was in the shark costume most of the time, but it might be a state secret. <laughs> okay, so it might have been Amanda. Amanda wearing the shark all over town. Not in, not there. Wait. Is she there too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, hard, hard transition. Not, not as in difficult as in, yeah, maybe. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, the next thing we wanted to talk about today was just because uh, we just got back uh, a little bit about the U.S. conference. Um, uh, I, I told the Gertsons before we left Kansas City, I said, I might ask you to nod or something, so I don't know if either of you prepared anything, but <laughs> um, let me just tell you that uh, the way it worked this year, the pastors met from, we started Tuesday evening, so we drove on Tuesday to get to Kansas City. It was actually an independence in a nice uh, hotel uh, conference center sort of thing, and um, uh, the theme for the conference was increasing impact, but specifically reaching the lost. And uh, I can tell you, in some ways it wrecked me. And people, we're going to be talking about what it means to reach the lost around here. We just are. But I'm going to let it, I'm going to let the excitement of the conference cool a little before I come out of the box. That is just my way of saying I thought it was marvelous. Uh, for Melissa and I, we were able to reconnect with some friends and colleagues that we hadn't seen for a while. Um, really cool thing. And uh, speakers were challenging and encouraging. And again, if, if you really let God move when, when we talk about reaching the lost, it'll just wreck you. It will. So we're going to get to that in the weeks and months ahead. Uh, did you guys, anything, just, I, I appreciate you guys coming so much. Conferences, denominational sort of things like this is morphing and changing. And uh, to have somebody from our church be able to represent, I appreciate it a lot. And so um, uh, you can talk to Carrie and Cheryl about their, what came up. There wasn't, uh, I, I should say, uh, some of us, rightly so, would be interested in any sort of businessy stuff, and we had nothing earth-shattering, some stuff um, I can tell you about if you ask me questions or whatever, but we, th this was not a, we weren't dealing with issues or things that you might wonder about. We're uh, 
some of that stuff lingers, but we're in a, we're in a good place as a punk little denomination that we are. And uh, feel like, um, you know, feels like we're in a good place. What have I forgotten? Oh, I really should tell you, though, uh, <laughs> the worship team from Ridgepoint in Wichita. <laughs> I'm giving you all permission. If you ever want to go visit Ridgepoint on a Sunday morning, you should. But then when Brent gets up, you should walk out because you've heard him enough. Uh, no, I cannot say enough about, uh, about their worship leading was, was marvelous. And uh, Kim Bontrager is extremely gifted. So I guess that's enough about that. If you have questions about the conference, please don't hesitate to ask me or the Gertsons or Melissa. And uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity to go. Did I already say this? It's not refreshing and relaxing. <laughs> We're exhausted because <laughs> there's so much going on and so many people to talk to, but it was great. Okay, uh, here, next hard transition. Uh, come on up, Dustin, I guess. Uh, I could help with a little bit with the camp part if you wanted, but no, why would I? So Dustin's got the rest, and I'll probably sit down. Yay! Yeah, so, hey, right, watch it. So there's that, and uh, yeah. Yes, so yes. we want to take some time to share some God moments from some of the camps, and so we're going to kind of go in order. So if you went to kids camp and you're willing to come up front, uh, come up front, I think we have one or two people maybe willing to share a little bit of a God moment. So come up front. If you went to kids camp and you're willing to come up front, come up front. And um, just to give a little explanation, during the summer we have three camps. Uh, we have kids camp. That's where the elementary kids grades uh, three or third through fifth go, and that's at Tabor College. And so we're going to start with the youngest camp, and we're going to have, um, maybe you can at least say your name, and then if you have a God moment to share, you can, you can share a God moment. Okay. Um, well, my name is Addison. You should know that. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but at uh, church camp, I had a God moment. Um, so we had one-on-ones with a counselor, and um, like I had like a grudge on my birth dad because I am adopted, and I have a loving family right now, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I he didn't sign uh, my adoption papers, which made me like very upset because I thought I wasn't worth it to him. Um, but I was talking to my counselor about that, and uh, they were just like, you got to forgive him. And while we were singing, uh, I just lifted my hands up to him, and I saw Jesus, and he was just like saying, forgive him, uh, my birth dad. Um, so I did, and I haven't been mad at him since. And it made me feel so good. So... Here's my sister. <laughs> I'm Hannah. Um, I don't really have anything to share. <laughs> I'm Kimberly Shader, and I just enjoyed the um, worship bands. It was really cool. All right. Let's give them a round of applause and thank them for sharing. Good job. Takes takes a lot of courage. 
All right, so we're going to transition now to the next camp, kind of going, uh, I guess, in order as far as age. But we're going to invite those who went to junior high camp to uh, come up front. Leaders as well come up front. Um, and this is a picture of our group. But if you went to junior high camp and you're willing to come up front, we're going to take a little time to do a little bit of sharing. So um, I'll just kind of start. Uh, junior high camp is actually one of the first camps of the summer. Uh, it happens at the beginning of June, and it is in Quapaw, Oklahoma. And so I always look forward to one of the, one of the cool things that, that I get to do at junior high camp, and you can see some of these pictures, um, is I get to be the director. And so it always kind of has that special place in my heart. And so this year, just sharing a little bit of my experience, and you can see a great picture of one of the, the fun games that we've continued to play like year after year um, with the shaving cream and the water balloons and the cardboard and all that kind of good stuff. And so we have a lot of cool, cool games and everything, but... Um, Kind of like uh, what they were sharing about VBS and how kind of the people come together to make it happen. I think for junior high camp, it's one of the, the same thing where the people with different skills, the church, uh, the body of believers that come together to try to make it happen uh, goes. And it's really cool to see how people work together to do that. Um, and so it's really fun. And, and one of the highlights or God moments for me is uh, one of the sessions, they kind of had a response time. And there was probably around 10 students at junior high camp that um, accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior for the first time. So, you know. And so it was just kind of cool to kind of see that and, and hear that and the impact that it made. And it just made me think to also thank you guys, the church family, for praying. Sometimes we don't, yeah, it's a good picture, a good game. We have a lot of fun games at junior high camp. So, uh, but also just made me stop and want to say thank you uh, just for your prayers for it. Sometimes we overlook it, like we pray for camp and then we hear reports, but I think it's the power of answered prayers to see how God's at work in the students' lives and how that can be that transformation moment for a lot of the kids. And so uh, just cool to see how that was. And even in our cabin, one of the cool things about junior high camp was we had a lot of... Um, we were really full this year, and so there was a lot of, lot of kids there, so as the director, I didn't get my own space or my own room. I got top bunk, and so, um, but it was okay because one of, the, one of the people, one of the other leaders we got to stay with, they had a kid that accepted Christ, and so it was kind of cool to get to talk to that leader and how they were so encouraged, like they kind of came from the community, but they brought them in, kind of, and uh, they're looking forward to connecting them to the youth group on the way home and all that kind of stuff, and so anyway, it was just... Oh, go back to that picture, Beach. Do you guys recognize Gabby in this picture? Gabby was a part of us. She was a foster kid with the Weedles for a while, and she's hanging out with our kids at camp. <sighs> so cool. Okay, never so, mind. No, it was good. And you, got, you can see our group. It was a great group. I enjoyed getting to know the students and all of that. So I think that's enough of my, my sharing. I'm going to pass it off to our leaders. <laughs> go ahead, Drew. Okay, well, I'll let you talk a lot. I'll talk real quick then. So, no, um, I don't know. The past several years, I've gotten to go to junior high camp as well as the high school. So I always enjoy it, and it's always fun. So, and it's just, uh, Dustin's always done an amazing job of uh, putting that together with junior high camp and just how smoothly it flows and just the speakers and the music and everything's just amazing. And it's just always fun to uh, get to know those kids as well. Um, so anyway, I'm going to pass it off on to Carson. Yeah, so I went this year as, um, to be honest, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do on the way up there. Um, I had an idea I was going to help with games, but I didn't know what that meant. So um, I showed up, and I got to be like the assistant game director. 
um, and which which obviously is a little different from when I went as a camper. So it was it was just really good to see how stuff flowed. Um, I kind of enjoy that management type stuff. So um, just seeing how stuff um, worked, and then being able to when I wasn't um, helping set up stuff, just to kind of help and co-counsel with Drew. Um, it was really cool just to see. Um, and I always love going to junior high camp, just the atmosphere with the, the counselors together, um, trying to help out each other's um, campers, whatever that may be, lending a golf cart, whatever. Um, so I, I always enjoy it. Um, I'm excited to go back, hopefully, and uh, continue serving. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, so that's our little report. You guys might as well just uh, stay up here. So if you went to senior high camp and you're willing to come up and share a little bit, if you went to senior high camp, call, come on up. Um, yep, you can see our group right there. Senior high camp uh, took place in the middle of June. Uh, it's out in Glorieta, New Mexico, out at uh, Camp Glorieta, I think is what they call it, or Camp Eagle. And so we had a good group uh, go with us this, uh, this time. And so... Um, I don't know. At least say your name. If you have a God moment you want to share, you can share a God moment or anything about camp, and you'll pass it on down. Uh, I'm Andrew Morgan, and uh, I don't really have anything to share. So. <laughs> Colby Muller. Bryn Schrader. And we went on a hike on one of the last few days. It was really nice. I took the hike last year with the girls, so me and some of the guys went on it this year. And it was really nice to we go back to that location. John Schrader, um, I liked mini golfing with Andrew. I know you remember. I'm Isaac Spicer, and we actually had air conditioning this time. <laughs> That's a blessing in itself. Uh, I'm Matthew Morgan, and one of the days we were going to go on a hike and skip the workshops, but we ended up not going on the hike, and. We did the workshops, and we're really glad that we did the workshops because it was really, it was really eye-opening to do the workshops. Drew. Drew again. Um, I don't know. I've uh, this is the second year we've gone to um, Glorieta, so it was just uh, like I said, we had AC this time on the way up there and in our rooms, so that was really good. So. It was just an amazing time, it always is, um, being up in the mountains and just being able to come together with everyone and just the getting to know everyone and spending God time as well as fun time. Um, so I don't know, I just always love it. It's always amazing and I just really enjoy it. I'm Carson. Um, we lost in volleyball again, by the way. <laughs> um, but this was my first time going out there since uh, we left from Colorado. So it was, a, it was definitely a little different, but um, it, it was good to be able to experience. We ended up being in two rooms, so um, our cabins were pretty, pretty close together. So, it was, I mean, it was cool just to, for me being a senior, one last little hoorah. Um, and this was like right before Tanner had, had left for his, his stuff out there. So it was cool to be able to spend um, a few weeks with those guys and and just be able to experience, we had presence worship back. Um, and so those are always good sessions, and they do a really good job. But um, the speaker, he, he did a really good job of kind of trying to relate. And um, I think one of the most memorable things I'll take away from that was um, at camps, you know, you always have that um, come to Jesus night. We want people to accept. And uh, this year, 
was kind of different how from most camps I've been to, instead of doing it on like that last night, trying to plant the seed, plant the seed, and then try to get it to accept, um, they, they, they did all that work in the first, first night and morning, and that second night they would say, let's accept, that way if you have questions, we can kind of talk about those and talk about trials and stuff. Um, and so normally, you know, the, the speaker made the illusion to, we, we put our heads down, we close our eyes, and then people will look up and see if somebody's um, looking. But, but this, guy, this guy did it a little different. Um, he just had everybody sit up, look around, and then he said, if you want to commit, commit, because everybody's going to be watching you and everybody's going to be supporting you. So people would stand up on their chairs. And um, I think that's just a really good showing of this isn't something to do like in secret, like this is something to do and, and show the world. So um, yeah, that was really my one, not my one takeaway. I really liked the, we really weren't going to the workshops and then all of a sudden God, God put a little stop to that. And so they, they worked together perfectly with what we were talking about and what we were struggling with. So it was really good. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah, we had that epic hike the year before where we went like 10 miles, and we're like, well, do we do that again? And we decided not to. So, um, but workshops are really good. It was always just a reminder for me uh, just that we can always continue to learn and grow. So I, I, like Matt was saying and Carson was saying, like I really enjoyed the workshops. They had a, one of the leaders there talked about like uh, anxiety and depression and kind of gave some really cool, like good information on some stuff. and you know, how to maybe uh, work with it and all that kind of stuff. So even for me, like, I'm always reminded, like, man, as a believer, we can always grow, we can always learn as we continue to seek God. And so that was kind of my, my one of my highlights of camp. And then just, yeah, getting to hang out and being in the mountains is always cool. And so uh, it's just a blast. And I know camps have kind of been just a, a joy this summer. That's something that I really always look forward to. So um, I guess with that, I think that's all we got for uh, senior high camps. Let's Yep, let's give them a little round of applause. You guys, you can go sit down. We'll come up. Carson's going Carson's gonna to open the mission trip, Sharon, but we'll go sit down and come up after. I didn't think I was opening, opening. Yeah, so that's our group up there. Um, this trip was something that we had been looking forward to since we were freshmen, um, especially as seniors. Um, so after we heard about Vancouver, we were excited. Um, we ended up having, narrowing down a few options and go up north to Alaska or go down to Miami. So pretty, two pretty cool options. We ended up going to Miami, obviously. And so, um, the trip started and we, we had to be here at like three in the morning, um, which is important at the end. Okay. And so, so we get there, we head to the airport and we get on the plane um, we actually saw somebody from Bueller on the plane that wasn't with us, so that was interesting. Um, so we get on the plane and we get ready to take off and the pilot comes on and he goes, we are having a little radio trouble. And this is the first flight of the day. So we're, we're, that starts off a little rocky. Um, they get it fixed like 30 minutes later. Um, we, we had a little layover on our flight that took it all away. We walked off the plane, walked on the next one. So then our flights get done and we head, head to the church and we get to the church and after all the Florida driving, by the way, experience right there. Um, so we get to the church, we settle in. The first night is just kind of getting your room situated. Um, we had a boys room and a girls room. And then the next day we had our service for them. And so they had 
an English service, which they had about 20 people there. And then they had their uh, Creole, French, Spanish, a whole bunch of languages that we can't understand. Um, so that by itself was almost worth the trip, just to be able to see um, kind of what happens um, in, in the culture down there. Um, it, it's very interesting to watch people worship um, from other places in other languages. Um, just seeing how freeing it was, we kind of talked about our debrief that night. Um, just how people, like they came dressed up, wearing like your hats and all that stuff, like fancy fancy hats, and so they, and then they worshiped freely. They were dancing around, clapping. Um, it was really cool just to see them. They didn't care about who else was there, what else happened. Um, so they were work, working on their relationship with God. So we thought that was very cool to see. Um, and, and then after that day, um, our, our afternoon was fairly flexible. I think we might have went to the beach or something. So um, then, then we hit our service project time. Um, we did a lot of painting at this church, which was an old bowling alley that they had wiped out all the lanes and turned that into the, uh, the service area. So we did a lot of painting um, that first afternoon, and then we helped with uh, two organizations through that week besides painting, uh, Health in the Hood, and we went and served at the soup kitchen. So um, both of those we packaged um, in some way, shape, or form, meals, and handed them out. Um, I think somebody might talk about that later, but in more detail. But that was good. Um, and then, as you guys, um, some of you may know, we had our COVID uh, uh, happening, um, and so that was that was interesting. I think just the way that God worked through that, um, and we had challenges through the whole way um, through the trip, was just interesting to see um, how how we were able to overcome those. And then our uh, trip leader, PJ, he was able to kind of settle us down in the way that we're like, why are all these bad things happening? Um, he kind of put it, the bad things would, wouldn't be happening if we weren't doing great work. So that Satan is there because we are doing great work for the kingdom. So that was, that was pretty uplifting. Um, it was great to bond with everybody. Um, throughout the ups and downs of the trip. And uh, we had AC again. I think somebody mentioned that was a high point in the video church. It might have been Cooper. But um, yeah, it was a good trip overall. Um, we had, came away with some really good God moments. Um, I think in our, we even had another debrief last week, and a few of us were like, when can we go back? When can we go again? So uh, it's very uplifting. I mean, it was a great time through all of the interesting stuff that happened um, that we weren't planned. And uh, we didn't really have a schedule when we got there, so that was, that was hard for some of us. But we were able to overcome that. And uh, yeah. Oh, the end. I forgot about that. So we get on our flight on the way home, and uh, we're sitting in the airport, and our flight gets delayed in Florida. And we're like 30 minutes to boarding in Florida, and we get the notification that our flight got delayed in St. Louis. And so we were supposed to be out of there at 6 in Florida and 10.30 in St. Louis. We didn't leave St. Louis till like 1.15 that night. And so we started at 3 here at the church, and we didn't get back here till 3 um, that night. Um, and then the church trailer that we put our luggage in 
um, had the lock on it and we didn't have the key at the airport. So we're all tired, grumpy, wanting to come home and we can't put our luggage away. So we had to call airport security and brought bolt cutters and cut the lock off. So uh, that's kind of how we ended the trip. But um, yeah, I think we can roll this video that we have. You made the rain, so when it falls on me, should I complain? Or feel you calling me, it's all on me to stay. And really catch what you show, it's my roots that you're growing, cause life is more than this moment. You are the light, so when the darkness falls, the greatest heights, they never seem so tall, I'm not at all, you're right. It's my roots that you're growing, don't wanna miss what you're showing. Ain't no doubt about you.
goodness in my life. All right. Well, we'll have the team uh, come up here and we'll just do a little bit of sharing. We have a couple stories we want to share, but I'll also encourage uh, people to share their one-liner. So when I say one-liner, kind of what we mean is what they encourage us to do at the end of our time of the mission trip is to kind of create one sentence that kind of sums up maybe how God worked in your life. And so, because usually when you get back, um, people are going to ask you, how'd it go? Or how was the trip? And so this one-liner, uh, we'll just encourage people to share if they want to, um, just kind of does a little bit of introduction about the trip and their experience. And so this could be a good way if you want to ask people later on a little bit of their experience, uh, you can kind of do that. So we'll start with the one-liners, and then we have a few people willing to, to share a story. So, Yeah, hey, I'm sure I left some stuff out. So if you guys want to ask anybody up here, please do. Um, they'll love to tell you about it. Um, yeah, I'm Carson. Uh, my one-liner was God stretched me in ways that I didn't think I would be stretched in coming into the mission trip. I'm Mike, and uh, my one-liner, it wasn't, the trip wasn't how I envisioned it, but it was awesome. It was so encouraging to see, uh, especially as a whole family getting to go to see my kids, able to serve and um, through the challenges and just be able to use their talents in various ways, uh, just so encouraging. I am Tina Yutzi, and I just experienced the power of the Holy Spirit through all of the highs and all of the lows. I'm Abby. Um, uh, my one-liner was just through every plot twist, God continued to show us he was present with new experiences and like creative ways of impacting. Um, I'm Chris, and I guess my one-liner, I think I narrowed it down from about 40, um, <laughs> was the importance of taking a step back from your own expectations um, just to watch how God is going to work. I'm Isaac, and my one-liner is, despite the many challenges I went through, COVID, I still managed to get a really good experience. I'm Bethany, and I just really appreciated being able to love on kiddos and um, get to see everyone use their talents and work together as we did our service projects. I'm Cameron Yutzi. Uh, my one-liner was, it was really eye-opening, and... I had a lot of fun in the work we did. I'm Matthew Morgan. There were, my, my one-liner was, uh, there were challenges, there were difficulties, but we pushed through and we repaired our relationship with God and we helped repair the church too. I don't exactly remember what my one-liner was, but it was something to the effect of, it was just a very challenging, but very amazing uh, trip on, you know, like the, just ups and downs of, uh, of like a holy roller coaster of God's plan. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was amazing. So, Yeah, my one-liner, uh, I got it down so I could remember it. It said, on the trip, God showed me he is in control through the ups and downs, encouragements and discouragements, and is at work through, through it all as he guides and directs me. 
I'm Christopher, and my one-liner is, I had a lot of things that I was worried about, but God took care of all of it. I'm John, again. My one-liner was, I learned firsthand just how God works through the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Bryn. My one-liner is, God showed me on this trip that he is with me through the storm and will help me no matter what. Gib, um, my one-liner was this mission trip was full of an awful lot of activities and missions. I'm Andrew. Um, my one-liner was I worked hard serving God, serving others, and I had a lot of fun doing it. And also the, the food was pretty good. So. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Mine would be uh, just, it's all about the people, getting to know this group a lot better, um, the church, the VBS, helping give out meals, and uh, the mission, giving out food there, and just getting to know everybody better. I am Jonah, and uh, I like the beach, and... Uh, my one-liner was um, the VBS was eye-opening and God helped me see how grateful I was here. Uh, my name's Amanda. I forgot my, um, my one-liner. It was a long run-on sentence, so it's probably for the better. But if I were to recap it, I would say, um, yeah, there were lots of unexpected challenges, um, but God was faithful through all of it. And so, you know, just that verse was a big reminder, you know, that God works all things uh, for the good of those who love him. All right, and I think we had a couple people that wanted to share just a God moment story. And so we'll start with uh, John. Why don't you start us since you have the mic? So, yeah. Um, while we were on the mission trip in Florida, we went to a soup kitchen, and um, there was a person there who was sort of in charge. Uh, his name was Rodney, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm probably not going to get this story to the full extent that he did, but basically, before he was in charge, he was homeless, and most of the people that work there have been at one point, um, but he did some pretty bad stuff, uh, drugs and alcohol, and at one point while he was doing those, he finally got tired of it and called the police on himself. Um, and the officer that came by to get him said that they had gotten like dozens of calls about Rodney um, but they didn't have a warrant for his arrest, so instead of arresting him, they put him, they took him somewhere where they can get him some real help. Um, so when he was on, like, parole, he went to work for the soup kitchen, and he, the first time he, like, went there, um, it was Good Friday, and so, like, the people who work there were, like, washing the feet of the people who go there, and yeah, so that was what made him him. 
So uh, as you guys probably know, uh, we had to all test for COVID since one of us tested positive and uh, the first thought I had when we all tested was, well, so my dad gets lots of uh, opportunities at the hospital. He works at IT and there's this really good server for like $20 and I was scared that he wasn't going to get to buy it for me and <laughs> that was my first thought, not the health of anybody or if anybody was okay and so I realized that after a while like that's just bad and I need to change that and uh, PJ, our, a guy from Praying Pelican who organized it for us, he talked about how God knew it was going to happen and he's always wants the best for us and we really had no reason to be sad or disappointed about it since it was all his plan. And oh yeah, our devotional for that day was Plot Twist and it was about Joseph because he turned in as a slave which is pretty bad and he got to be the level of Pharaoh and so we just have to know that God's in control and he has, it, has a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing I'm going to share is just um, Carson said earlier that we had no schedule and although I'm flexible, I know not very many of us were good with knowing what we were doing like 30 minutes before we did it. So it was a little stressful in that way, but um, the new experiences were just worth it the whole time. It was amazing. Like I never would have thought I would be putting in a brand new toilet in an <laughs> small bathroom that I was painting, but just cool experiences like that, that we got to learn new skills and just didn't know it was coming, but they all turned out great. So, so one of our, sorry, um, assignments for the week was v helping with VBS for four nights. And so um, we did a lot of work in planning and prepping for that. So we only got to do two nights because Wednesday morning is when we all tested for COVID and I was one of the positives. Um, anyway, but the, um, my favorite thing about that, even though it was disappointing we didn't get to continue getting to know the kids the rest of the week, um, the director, Nancy, she felt led on Tuesday night to give an invitation for the kids to accept Christ. And she even said, I feel the Spirit is leading me to do this. We usually we do it at the end of the week, but I think we're doing it tonight. And so she gave that invitation to the kids. And this is pre preschool through eighth grade VBS. And so we had, it was just a really, really sweet moment um, for the kids to repeat the prayer of salvation and then I think it ended up being 12, two of them being middle schoolers who came up after at the end and, and said, this is the first time I have accepted Christ. So for that to happen on Tuesday night was just, that was all God. Mm -hmm. So, anyone else? In all my years that I've done things with Dustin and just the camps and the SDYCs and mission trips is 
probably this is going to be my favorite, I think, um, just for the fact that in, with my years and my time, it was definitely the most challenging. And um, Carson, I think, and a couple others have, have you know, covered the, the basics and stuff of things that happened, but um, it, there were a lot of frustrations. There were a lot of things we had to deal with that um, I don't think we quite had before. And it just felt like, kind of like we were kind of under attack almost from the beginning. But you know what, we, we trusted in God and each other and, and looked at that and we still persevered. I mean, we still got through it and it was just an amazing time. Satan did not win. And it just kind of, if anybody in y'all that know me, it's like, uh, you know, born and bred Kansas, but I'm beach boy at heart for all my crazy, my crazy shirts I usually wear, you know, but, but it's like it, you know, being down there and when we go to the beach, there's just something about that that speaks to me. I mean, I love the beach and it's just like one of the days that we went down there, I think there had been a storm like way out somewhere and it was kind of sending in these huge giant waves and stuff and, and it was just kind of, it made me think that it's kind of like life, like these waves that come in and they'd slam into you and they'd kind of take you sometimes under and, and, and knock you over, even like out of your control and you didn't exactly know what was going to go on and stuff and then it would kind of pull you and drag you back out and stuff and so that's kind of like life, like life will slam into you, life will throw you all kinds of adversity or conflict and it wants to drag you all these different directions that maybe you don't want to go. But then there's that calm and that peace when it goes away. And it's just like, that's like the Holy Spirit to me of like the, the surf and, and the spray afterwards. It's just kind of gently massaging your face. And it's like there's that peace and that calm. It's like, the, to me, that's like, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God that like after that you've gone through all your conflicts and adversities, then you have the peace and, and the calm and, and the strength with God. So the beach just speaks to me in that way. So being able to do that with these guys and everything. So that was just an amazing, amazing time for me. So. Okay, so as you've heard, we felt like we were getting attacked by Satan a lot on this trip. And so we also were aware that we need to be looking for God throughout all of it. And so it was really cool. There were a lot of just random little things that would happen that it was clearly God working. Like one night we were at the beach and um, it was evening and we had parked our cars in a parking lot. I had no idea what the rules were on the parking lot. And my dad was just sitting there and he's like, you know, there was a gate on that parking lot. Maybe I should go check on our vehicles. And he walks up and sure enough, the parking lot closed at dusk. And there was a ticket lady there putting a ticket on one of our three vehicles. And so dad immediately called Dustin. He's like, you guys get out here. We were able to get our other two vehicles out of the parking lot without tickets and um, only got one of them. So <laughs> that was a great moment and just other little things like that, like um, finding the security guard who was willing to cut the lock on our trailer. Um, we didn't miss any flights, like even though it was rough that we were, you know, like running to our flight there and um, we were waiting for like four hours at the airport in the middle of the night on our way back. We still made it home just fine, didn't have to do any rescheduling. So there were just a lot of little things like that that all worked out. 
Oh yeah, I guess I'll share that one too. Um, so when we first got there, we had we were renting two vans and a car so that we could fit everybody, 15 passenger vans. And we realized that we did not have room in the vans for our luggage. And we were like, we don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll just take two trips, we'll throw our luggage in and then we'll come back and get everybody. And then we were getting our rental cars and they were like, um, so you guys got a free upgrade on your car. You can pick any car from this line of vehicles we have here. And in that line of vehicles, there was a pickup truck. And so we picked the pickup truck and we were able to fit all of our luggage in it, along with some in the backs of the vans and on people's laps. And we did it all in one trip and it was great. Yeah, this is the last thing I say, I'll promise. But um, it was just very uplifting um, to be there with everybody. Um, and there, there's just something about being on a trip with people you've, you've grown up with, but people who have also taught you Sunday school. Um, and, and Gib being, being there with us, um, that, that was amazing. Um, just to be able to experience um, his wisdom um, and the way he looks at stuff, um, one of the UT boys just shared about our COVID thing and, and how we talked about um, the plot twist. And, and I think Gib might have been the first one to say, hey, isn't this like our devotional today? He's super calm about it. He wasn't ever stressed um, during any situation. And just to be able to, you know, take a trip with him, um, it's very uplifting. Um, he was always the first one to say, hey, what's next? Um, the, our, seek, our sink um, was leaky, wasn't great, um, and Gib was the first one to say, hey, let's do something about it. Um, and so he and, he and Phil fixed both sinks and both rooms, and so um, it was very uplifting um, to be able to be there with him um, and, and all the leaders. You know, we kind of had almost a one-to-one -one with leaders um, to student ratio, so it, it was cool to be able to be there um, and do that. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys for sharing, and uh, thank you. We'll move on. Do you have something? Hey, are you, are you? All right. Hey, yes, yes. So uh, we're going to pray for, these, uh, for the trip and for everybody going, and um, I'm so glad you guys got to go. Keep talking to them about it, ask them questions, uh, but thank you for sharing today. And um, Jake, you should come up uh, while I'm praying. <laughs> Let's pray. God, thanks for the chance to hear about so many things that are going on. God, we started with VBS in our community and how that impacted kids in our community. We're so thankful for that. Uh, we talked about what our denomination is, do is doing uh, in, in, uh, in our place, in our state, in our country. God, we pray for that. And God, just to hear now from uh, the trip, from the people that went on this trip, God, even through the plot twists, we know that you were working, and for them to realize that, that's marvelous. So we're so grateful to be a part of your kingdom work in all of these ways. God, we pray that you would show us more and more opportunities to do that. So I thank you for each person who was able to go on this trip. I pray that you would bless them. God, make those moments that you showed them linger longer and, and just continue to work through them. Uh, so thank you for uh, all that you're doing and all that you did. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, uh, you think that we're at a worship service and we forgot to worship. We haven't, so you should all stand up and we're going to worship together this morning. Hi, Jake.
No changes, it's all good, promise, just go. And I'll deal with them, so, <laughs> okay. okay. Good morning, are you ready to sing a little bit? God be the glory. To God be the glory, great things He has done. So loved He the world that He gave us His Son, who yielded His life and atonement for sin, and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, and give Him the glory, things He has done. Oh, perfect redemption, the purchase of blood to every of God, the jealous defender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son. And give him the glory, great things he has done. Great things he has taught us, great things he has done. And great our rejoicing through Jesus the Son. But purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our transport. When Jesus we see, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. What a great morning, huh? How great is our God? The splendor of the King Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light and darkness tries to hide trembles at his voice trembles at his voice how great is our god 
Sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. And age to age he stands, and time is hands, beginning and the end, beginning and the end, the Godhead three in one, Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb, how our God, sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Name above all names, name above all names, you are worthy. Father, thank you for this morning. We thank you for uh, all these reports we received. Um, what, a, what, a, what a praise and, and honoring thing for you this was this morning. I, I pray, Lord, uh, just we give you all the glory and, and the honor for these, these uh, kids and these folks that went with them. Lord, thank you for this, this wonderful time. Thank you for each one here. Uh, Father, now I ask that you be with Pastor Kurt as he brings us uh, your message, Lord, for our ears to hear. Thank you for this Beautiful morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yep. Have a seat. I know what you're thinking, and just stop it. <laughs> Look, when we did that whole switcheroo, this is why we did that, so I could go really long. No, okay. I, uh, I'm, uh, uh, the only thing is, and, uh, and we could almost go, but the only thing is to make a connection for uh, the groups that are doing, the groups that are doing uh, sermon notes and questions, and we want to keep moving along in acts so it will be shorter but here we are we're doing acts and uh it was amazingly appropriate for what we talked about at the conference um that we talked about reaching the lost and we're talking about living on mission so super quick and it was a little bit of god's timing that uh, the passage today is actually pretty short and so we're uh 
forging ahead. I just wanted to say super quick, there's this deal with Peter and Paul in Acts. When we started Acts, it was all about Peter and the apostles, right? All around Jerusalem. Uh, then we had this little mention of a guy holding coats named Paul. And then we went back to the apostles and Philip and Stephen and, you know, he, and, Mark, you know, whatever, and that all happens. Uh, and then uh, last week, we switched back to this guy named Paul and he was converted and God chose him and how, what a big deal that was, right? Well, this is all of a sudden, oh, back to Peter. Okay, it's kind of a weird thing, and we're going to see one more time with that, and then we'll see uh, a little bit of foreshadowing that you're all probably aware of, that Paul ends up being uh, a pretty big part of this. I just wanted to explain that. Um, so, uh, Paul, last week, last passage, now we're switching over to Peter for this quick little thing, and I'm just going to read the passage today, the story's pretty uh, self-telling, but here it is, up on the screen, um, and hey, we're just going to read it. So, as Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who was paralyzed. He'd been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Joppa and, Sh and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas, and that name means gazelle. I knew a lot of you wanted to know that. Uh, she was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died. Her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him and said, Please, come at once. Peter went with them. When he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him crying, showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. Um, so I was going to, uh, this is also providential because the maps I was going to putz with didn't turn out as, I don't think you can see them as well. I'll try harder in, in weeks ahead. Um, but uh, if I asked you, do these miracles seem familiar? You might say, well, yeah, there, wasn't that something? And it turns out the answer to this is absolutely yes, that Jesus himself performed a couple of miracles that were a lot like these miracles. You might remember when they lowered the guy down uh, from the roof, Jesus said to him, I mean, that's a whole nother, and we've talked about that wonderful account, so many things going on. But he says, hey, get up and walk, take up your mat. Peter says the same thing to Aeneas. And when Jairus' daughter died, very similar thing. Jesus sends everybody out of the room, and he says, hey, get up, little girl. So, very familiar miracles, and Peter uh, was the one that was the agent in this case. And so, super quick today, 
And it seems like, what's with this little passage anyway? What's going on with this? And it feels like in some ways that um, uh, it, it's a little bit of perhaps God, this will only work for all of us older people that remember this. And now a word from our sponsor. That's a little what, what this little passage feels like. We're talking about Acts and all these wonderful things. The movement, the Jesus movement is, turning, is moving forward. And this, Luke includes this to kind of say, let's not forget who this is really about. And so uh, I wanted to summarize it this way to say, I think the focus for us today to hear about these wonderful miracles and to see how they point back to what Jesus did is to remember that the focus and emphasis of Acts is the power of God manifest in Jesus. You see, it isn't some uh, grabbing some magical powers that exist in the universe on their own or something. It wasn't any of the apostles or Peter's doing. Very clearly, Peter says, Jesus Christ heals you. Are you with me, church? This was all about the power of God, the power of Jesus, and how that was manifest. Now, let's remind ourselves that even though miracles like this are cool, the power of God that was manifest greatest in the book of Acts is the power of God to reconcile and restore people to himself. The focus and emphasis of Acts is the power of God manifest in Jesus. And then the reminder that I want us to, we're talking about this every time we talk about it, and we are still his agents. So when the original church, the original apostles and disciples said, you know, the angel tells them, remember that all the way back, you will be my witnesses. We're still his agents to show people the power of Jesus. Not just to heal and to raise people from the dead, even though that's super cool, but to tell people that you can have a relationship with the God of the universe that's messed up because of sin and evil. So uh, I hope that gives enough for uh, all of the group leaders to talk a little bit today. And uh, I just wanted to connect the dots because we're going to keep pushing forward. Otherwise, we're going to be in Acts for a super, super long time instead of just a super long time. <laughs> All right, let's pray. God, thanks for our chance to be together today to hear how you're working in our midst in so many ways. God, how um, the reminder that when we do VBS, when we do church, when we go to camp, when we do mission trips, all these things, we are your agents. And God, we pray that uh, the power of Jesus would be clear. And, and really, God, the person of Jesus would be clear that people would see Jesus in us in every which way. God, I pray to that end and pray that you would be with us as a church as we endeavor to live on mission. Father, for uh, the gifts and tithes and offerings that we will receive, we ask your blessings on them. And as we uh, go throughout our days, God, I pray that you remind us of your presence, remind us that we are your agents. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so one more thing to do today. I'm going to ask Dustin to come back up. And we have, um, I want Dustin to share with you just a little bit this morning.
Um, so what I'm going to share is probably a little difficult, but uh, I think through, power, through prayer and uh, seeking God's direction, Amanda and I have kind of felt God leading us, and I am going to step down as youth pastor uh, here at Bueller MB. So we know it's a really tough decision for us. It's even hard to say it, um, but we also feel that we've kind of been led and want to try to be faithful in it. Uh, we know that it's, it's definitely something new, um, and I know some people are like, well, what are the reasons and everything? There's really nothing to do with anything negative. Like, we, we, we have great relationships with Pastor Kurt, with the elders, with all the leaders, and we're so blessed to have been uh, able to serve alongside you for so long, over like the 11 and a half years or whatever it's been that we've been here. So it's been just such a blessing. And, you know, we, as we kind of just prayed and sought God, you know, there were some other factors into the decision too, as far as like family and be a father of four young kids and life stage and some of all these other things that we kind of felt like God was directing us and guiding to this decision that we don't take lightly. Uh, that we know is difficult and, and hard and going to be uh, hard even to come, but we also feel that we want to try to be faithful to what God has for us and maybe uh, what he has next for us. And so I say this with a, a sincere heart that I'm just so appreciative of the people here uh, at Bueller MB. I'm just so thankful for you guys and um, have been really blessed, um, not only growing up in the church, kind of being the, the home church and everything, um, you know, that's kind of where I started my journey. I think even back where like Jake was sitting right there, that's kind of where I remember accepting Jesus for the first time at one of the Sunday night services. And then even you guys being a lot of my teachers and, and knowing my family and friends growing up, putting up with me as a, as a teen and, and all that kind of stuff. And then not only that, getting to um, kind of come back and serve and, and kind of feel God's call to come back as, as a youth pastor. And so I appreciate you taking a chance on me even though sometimes I might not have been the typical youth pastor, but uh, taking a chance on me. And, uh, you know, it's just been such a, a blessing. And you guys will always have a, a special place in my heart because um, I've been blessed so much. And I wouldn't be here today uh, without you guys and, uh, you know, pouring into me so much in my life. And so I'm just uh, thankful for that. Also, uh, you know, kind of the question of what's next, um, not exactly sure. We want to pray and seek God. I know one of the things I did talk, and I've told Pastor Kurt, I've told the elders this, uh, one of the things I want to do is finish strong. I think it's important for Amanda and I that we want to finish strong, whatever that timeline is. We don't know exactly what that timeline is, but we do want to kind of finish strong. And uh, with the time that we have left and what, as, as pastor here, um, and then I also just say we are more than open to any conversations you want to have. I know this is maybe a little bit of a shock and maybe a little bit of a brief uh, conversation, but we are more than open. Come talk to us if you want to know inf more information. We want to be kind of open and honest uh, with where we are and how we've kind of processed all this, knowing that it's super difficult, uh, but also uh, we look forward to what God also has in store. So it's kind of a, a mix of emotions because we're sad. Uh, we're looking forward to things. It's going to be difficult, uh, but that's kind of the decision, and I wanted to come up and kind of tell everybody. So um, I think that's all I have. I'll have Kurt, come up, or whoever's coming next. So, don't, don't leave. So, obviously, so many things to be determined. And uh, Brian's coming up uh, representing the elders. Um, Dustin shared this news with me about a week ago, and then we shared it with the elders. <laughs> well, I wasn't there, but at the meeting last Wednesday. So, yeah, I don't know where the green mic went. Did you guys steal it? Yeah, we so, might have. It's all right. Good, good recovery, Brian. Um, like 
Dustin alluded to, uh, we don't have a specific timeline. Um, we've given him 11 and a half years uh, to make a decision as to when he's going to end. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the, the Constitution says uh, that he needs to give us a month in advance, and he's, he's done that, and he said he's, he wants to finish strong. And, and as a team of elders, I just want to, to say how impressed uh, I've been with how Dustin has handled this, and, um, and it, it feels really good. Uh, do I want him to leave? Um, if that's what God wants him to do, then yes. Uh, but it's going to be a sad deal for, for us. Uh, and yet, um, I feel like uh, it's hard to say no to God when God puts it on Dustin and Amanda's heart. And so, um, we are privileged. Um, you should know that the average tenure for a youth pastor, depending on where you look, is between 18 months and three years. Eleven and a half years, we've been pretty blessed. So, um, talk to Dustin, talk to Amanda, amen. Um, so the timeline is a little bit in flux, but as Dustin said, they want to finish strong, and so um, we'll let you know when that cutoff time will be. Um, we are planning some sort of celebration to, uh, to honor Dustin and Amanda and, and what they've done here. Uh, that also is a little bit in flux, but we'll give you details when we get there. Uh, but I'd like to pray for Dustin and Amanda, and uh, we'd like for you to continue to do the same, not just for their journey and what will happen, but for ours as well. Yep. So, Heavenly Father, we are beyond blessed to uh, have Dustin and Amanda be with us as uh, youth sponsors and members of this body. And God, we... Um, ask that as they continue their journey together and their journey with you and their journey as parents, um, that you would give them wisdom and direction. Uh, God, make your, uh, make your voice loud and clear to them as they, they ask you and seek your wisdom for what's next. And we pray that you would honor that request. And God, we just uh, pray that you would honor their time that they've put in with us. God, uh, I know that I'm blessed that um, they've invested in my kids and, and lots of others. And so um, we just want to thank you for uh, their presence here and uh, what they've given to this body. And God, we ask for direction as they move on. God, we also ask for uh, wisdom for us as a body as to yep. what's next. And, and, and we seek your face in that. And we ask that uh, we continue and commit to prayer um, that we become your church, the one that you want us to be. And, and whoever might be a part of that. Uh, that's next. Uh, we ask that you prepare them now and prepare us to listen to your spirit. God, we are greatly blessed. Um, we don't deserve most of what you, you give us and, and you direct us, and, and we are humbled and grateful for that. We love you. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, so let's say groups will start at about 10 minutes after the hour, whenever you feel like it, grab a cup of coffee. Don't, I'm going to send you to the back. Uh, if you want to talk to Dustin and just wish them well, I would encourage you to do that. And uh, again, lots more to come in the future. But hey, we're done. Peace. <laughs>